Welcome to Panther Paris, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Welcome everyone to the Andreas Athanasiu fan account podcast. I'm your host, TJ Peterson. Joining me, as always, even though this is the first episode of this podcast, is Alex Lopez and George Richards of Florida Hockey Now. George, how does it feel to be on the Andreas Anthonisiu fan account podcast? I have no idea what that even means. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did, did I miss something? I mean, I, I like the kid. I think he's a heck of a player. I thought the Panthers I, ought to make a run at him, but well, I don't know what we're talking about. I, I promise that whoever scored a, a game-winning goal in regulation uh, for the Blackhawks tonight would become the uh, the person that we are a fan account of for the next 48 hours and so oh, i will deliver so you. beautiful this is this goes out yes. to you the greek freak the probably the fastest skater in the nhl real ones no i like him a fun player and he scored an incredible goal this year on the wild yeah uh, that was early I in the season him. but uh yeah that was that was really something else but um let's get to the important story which is that the Marlins finally had somebody hit for the mm. cycle for the first time in franchise history. 30 years. 30 years. They've had a... That is unbelievable. No hitters have they had. They never had someone. So hit many. The cycle. They've won two World Series. Yeah. They've never won a division championship, though. But yeah, that was one of those things. Like the Mets for years and years had never had someone throw a no hitter until, uh, what was it? Oh, geez. Was it Santana? I think so, yeah. Santana had that bastard no-hitter where it really shouldn't have counted because I think it was Bell trying to hit a double. That was ruled a foul ball or something like that. Um, but yeah, that, that guys, record. I thought I thought we were here. I thought we were here to talk about the Heat, not no hitters and and yeah. Talk about it. Talk about a, a no hitter. Jesus. Thank you, George, for bringing us back Heat. on topic. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's what an what, abomination that's what, of a game. What, that, that's what Panther Paris is all about. The Miami Heat. Getting bounced. Uh, luckily for them, they've got one more playing game. They could still be the eighth seed in the East. But what else happened tonight, fellas? The Panthers made the playoffs without what? having to do what? anything. So what? What? Playoffs? Talking about playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs. You kidding We're me? Talking to... We're talking about playoffs, guys. Like. Going into tonight, I mean, we knew all of the, the machinations of what needed to happen. But let's be honest. Nobody thought that the Penguins were going to lose to the Blackhawks on the second night of a back-to-back, right? Not even remotely. Never. Never would have thought. Never, ever, never. Like like Shaq. Uh, not Shaq. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chuck wanting to bet a billion dollars on the Miami Heat beating the Atlanta Hawks. I would have bet a billion dollars on Pittsburgh just destroying Chicago tonight uh if you would have watched that Minnesota game last night Chicago looks absolutely terrible they'd lost 11 out of 12 that one win was against Calgary however um really just wow I I cannot I cannot believe Pittsburgh just lost to the to, to to that team I mean they are so bad they are so bad I, I have to so appreciate the pettiness that they show up exactly when it's time to ruin another team's playoff chances. And that's what they did. P- Pittsburgh's playoff chances are now below 10%. They ran Nikita Zaitsev yeah. as their third line center tonight. 
I don't know if that's what ended up happening, but he was he was there in warm up. So like, goodness gracious. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, just a choke job by Pittsburgh all along. I mean, listen, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when the Panthers had lost four in a row. Um, and we were like, listen, Pittsburgh's going to be five up here. Pittsburgh's going to be five up. And they didn't go five up. And, and Florida ends up beating Toronto. Pittsburgh let the Panthers stick around. And here they are with a game left and the Panthers are in the playoffs. And and the Panthers, hey, God bless them. They won six straight games. They were they were left for dead, and they were dead. They were dead in the water. They needed we a run them. we had not seen. They they had they needed a run we had not seen all season, mm -hmm. and they got it right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Pitts, Pittsburgh helped that along. Pittsburgh went three one. You know what? What they won three out of ten at one point. Just a, you know, ten days ago. Then they started getting back on track. Pittsburgh doesn't, you know, I, 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 you know, I, and I don't know which team deserves that because we we said who wants this wild card spot. We don't even know who wants it. Um, I, I think there's going to be major changes um, in Pittsburgh, whether they make the playoffs or not, because they're going to be they're there. If Pittsburgh gets in, um, they're going to be wild card too. Probably they're going to play Boston. They're going to get skunked by Boston. Um, I think there might be some changes with the Islanders if they don't make it. Um, but I think Pittsburgh's going to make changes regardless. Yeah, uh, you said something key there, George. I don't know who deserves it. The reality is none of these three teams really deserve it. The Panthers just clinched with 92 points. Like, that's not a good record. No. That's a record that should leave you outside the playoffs more times than not. But we're not okay, going to do but, that. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, but let's – I, I was I'm, no no I'm, I'm I'm not trying to interrupt you, but this is exactly this is kind of where we thought the Panthers could end up in this. Let's go back, let's go back to October first. We said the Panthers were not probably not going to win the Atlantic. We didn't know who was going to win the Atlantic, but we didn't think it would be the Panthers. It could be the Panthers. It probably wasn't going to be the Panthers. We had the Panthers picked anywhere from first to fourth in the Atlantic, and that's where they are. They're fourth in the Atlantic. I mean, at the end of the day. As weird as this season has been, as, as malfunctioning as this season had been through the ups and the downs and everything, at the end of the day, they're going to end up kind of – if they're wild card one, fourth in the Atlantic, that's not too far from what we would have said on October 1st. You would have said, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you take, didn't think it was going to be this tough. If you take away the points from the Devils all of a sudden becoming a juggernaut and the Bruins all of a sudden becoming a juggernaut – all while nobody else in the conference really fell off in terms of the power, you know, the, the teams at the top. Like, of course, Pittsburgh fell off in the sense that they were an easy playoff team last year. They're not in this Washington. year. Same for Washington. But those teams were seven and eight last year. So the fact that they sure. fell off to, you know, just outside the bubble rather than just inside, not particularly surprising. Everybody else remained strong. I mean, the Bruins went up like 40 points. And you know, so did the Devils. They they went up an obscene obscene amount of points, and they uh, kind of took some points from the Panthers there. But I said at the beginning of the year, I thought they were going to get about a hundred and one points, and that they would finish third. And they've clearly underachieved that. But you're right; okay. they pretty okay. much finished. Gotcha. They've pretty much finished where I thought they would finish. I thought they would have road ice in the first round of the playoffs. And I thought they'd be 
a pretty decent underdog, which they will be. It's pretty much what's going to happen. Unless yeah. they play, if they play the Devils, or even if Carolina, Florida will be an underdog, no doubt about it. They're 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 still going to be the wild card, but I, you know they're not going to be the heavy betting underdog that say they would be against Boston because anybody who plays Boston is going to be, you know, it's going to be buried as far as underdogs go. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, you know, anywho. And, and, and I'm just going to set the stage because we're already talking about who they'd face in the first round. What the Panthers clinched tonight without doing anything is wild card two. They will know exactly where they stand going into Thursday's game. Pittsburgh cannot uh, cannot get to wild card one at this point. They're two points behind the Panthers with a game left. Panthers hold all the tiebreakers. So Pittsburgh is locked into at best wild card two. If the Islanders win in regulation, the Panthers would need to win in regulation or OT to get wildcard one. Mm-mm, yeah, mm-mm. They, they can win in a shootout because they'd have more points. They would just have oh, flat excuse out more me, points. Right. Any win whatsoever by the Panthers gets wildcard uh, wild one. one. Mm-hmm. However, if the Islanders lose tomorrow to Montreal, which crazy things would happen. We just saw Pittsburgh lose to Chicago. The Panthers would have clinched wildcard one and can do like Toronto did tonight and rest people. Going into tonight, everyone kind of expected, okay, Thursday, (laughs) it's going to be, you know, Carolina's going for the one seed. Panthers need to, you know, are going to basically play a full strength Carolina team. It's going to be the opposite now. Okay. So there is a weird scenario because of all the tiebreakers where if the Islanders win past regulation tomorrow, the Panthers would be wild card one with an overtime or shootout loss because they would have more regulation overtime wins, I believe. Well, no, nah, it's, it's we'll just more regulation we'll, wins. Yeah. yeah, it's more regulation because wins. Because yes. the Islanders play on – the beautiful part is the Islanders play on Wednesday, and we don't have to worry about this stuff on deadline or people sitting in their seats at, at the game. We're going to know. The, the, they play Wednesday. Tomorrow, Wednesday night, I know we're on a podcast. I'm sorry, folks. Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. whenever you're listening to this, the Islanders uh, play the the Canadiens. So we will know exactly where the Panthers stand on Wednesday night and go, you know, at morning skate on Thursday. We'll be able, you know, hey, you guys are wild card one or you you need a point tonight or you need to win tonight. One of those two things they'll all know, and that's pretty good because you don't care about Pittsburgh anymore. Who cares what Pittsburgh does? God bless them. Go do what you guys do. Yeah. Um, you know, no Florida's just, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to watch the Islanders tomorrow. And Wednesday. you don't, and you don't care what Buffalo does anymore. They are now officially eliminated from the playoffs with their loss tonight. I know there's been people who, I don't think oh, they about cared anyway. <laughs> well, there, there, there were people who, I, I shit you not, George, people I in know, our mention saying, what about all of their games in hands? I'm like, the, just do the math. Well, the math is now over. They're officially eliminated. Mm-hmm. They can have yeah. more. They can have three games in hand. They can't catch anybody. They're out. It's literally three teams. Or it's two teams for one spot. Islanders and Penguins for who's going to also be in with the Panthers and where they see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. George, let me ask you this. Do you have any idea what the Panthers are going to be planning for Thursday and how they're going to treat the game or you don't oh. No, because I, I, you know, they took the day off. Um, as as uh, Paul Maurice told us Monday night after the game, apparently the Panthers' plane had uh, had had issues coming home from Washington. They didn't get in till six a.m. Sunday morning. Um, 
I haven't been able to verify that. That's from Paul Maurice. Um, so he gave them today off because they got in, you know, Sunday was kind of a wasted day. Um, he gave them uh, Tuesday off. So Wednesday, we'll, we'll know a little bit more tomorrow, but I, but what can they do? They did, they, you know, there's nobody to really rest. Um, you know, maybe, yeah, I'm sure Casey Fitzgerald gets in a game Thursday. Casey Fitzgerald will be playing on Thursday. Um, will Sam Bennett? I don't know. Will Sergey Bobrovsky? We don't know. That's something that the Panthers are going to have to talk about now that, you know, and, and I think that, that, that maybe they'll have contingency plans because they want to know what the Islanders do as well. So it may not be as cut as dry tomorrow, but by Wednesday night, the Panthers will, you know, I think they'll have plan A, the Islanders win. We need to win to get wild card one. Um, plan B, um, Islanders lose. They've got it. And then we'll see. I, 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 I think I'm following you there. Um, following your logic and reading between the lines, I would th- think anyone who's nicked up probably gets the night off. Gustav Forsling would probably be the number one target for that since he has just been so beat up all season. Um, if it were me, I think you got to start Bob regardless, not because you don't trust Alex Lyon, but, um, and that, and that kind of leads me to my next question is who gets game one of the playoffs Lyon or Bob. But like, I think you need to get Bob a game because even if you do give Alex Lyon the net for game one, if he's shaky in game one, you don't, you can't have a long leash. You got to go back to Bob and yep. you need Bob to have played a game in the last month. Listen, um, I don't know. Uh, listen, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of pressure on Sergei Bobrovsky whenever he does get in the game. You might almost prefer him to come in in relief after, Alec, let's say, Alex Lyon gives up three goals in the first period of game two to Carolina. Uh, then you bring in Bob, and then he's playing. He's, it doesn't really matter at that point. Um, I don't know. I, I That's something that, that I'm sure they've discussed. I mean, I, I don't think that they want to take the net away from Alex Lyon, but I, I agree with you. They have not seen Sergei Bobrovsky in net since that game in Ottawa, and that feels like three months ago. So, um, yeah, I mean, you need to get Bob in a game. You need to get Bob some rhythm. They haven't practiced much. They're going to practice tomorrow. They're going to have uh, Wednesday. They're going to have a light morning skate on Thursday. That's not a, really a whole lot. So I would not be surprised now that they've clinched to see Sergey Bobrovsky with, with them going to Alex Lyon and making it plain to him, hey, Brian, you got us here. This is not – and he'll understand, and he gets it. But – I wouldn't be surprised to see Alex Lyon in there either. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow and see. We'll see who's in that net getting the, the majority of the reps. It might just be Bob. Alex, totally agree. I want Bob to play Thursday. But, George, I think that this logic that Alex Lyon should be the playoff starter is, is where I'm leaning pretty hard right now. And I, I think that I'm also with Alex in that it's, it's probably a Alex Lyon with a short leash. Uh, shout out to Matthew Kachuk for his heroics on Saturday night. We don't really need to get into everything that happened that night, but you know him getting that win in regulation ended up being maybe important in terms of getting wild card one. But you know that that gave them the two points they needed those to clinch tonight. So shout out to him, and just shout out to Alex Lyon. I mean, he's been unbelievable, and it's it's really been a great story. He's played seven consecutive games now. He, they've gone. They've gotten a point in every single one. 
six oh and one. Unbelievable stuff. And I mean, some of those nights he's been the reason that they won. Yeah, there's been some shaky moments where he looks like he's fighting the puck, but the puck's been staying out of the net. And I can't think of a bad goal he's given up in this streak where it's like, oh, he'd like to have that one back. Well, I think the Montreal game was in the streak. Okay, yeah, the Montreal game, that first goal was really bad. Excuse me. But ever since then, like, he's been stellar. Is this a Hamburglar 2.0 situation? Almost certainly. But you got to ride it while you can. And that's why I said short leash because it's like you know, if it, whether it's whether it's Carolina, whether it's New Jersey, or whether it's Boston, if you know Lyon gives up three goals in the first period, you can't just leave Bobrovsky on the bench. You gotta you gotta make the switch. But for now, like it's the Alex Lyon show, and all hail the Lion King. And 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 perhaps that's why they leave him in Thursday. I know I know what we're talking about here and it, it only it makes perfect sense for them to start bob on thursday um social media be damned um but i don't know man you listen to paul maurice talk about alex lyon you know he gives us you know we've given him a chance to win and he's given us a chance to win he doesn't really say that to me he, he he's, he's said a lot of good things about sergey bobrovsky but listen it wasn't like sergey bobrovsky was absolutely killing it um, you know, before Lyon came in. I mean, Bob, Bob wasn't playing that. Now, Bob's rested. Bob's ready. We could see big game Bob, and and, and we'll forget all about Alex Lyon. But, uh, you know, what a story he has been for the Panthers. They would not be here without Alex Lyon. They would not be in the playoffs. We're probably right now talking about who's, who's coming, who's going next year for the Florida Panthers because they're not in the playoffs. Um, because they absolutely needed every one of those, um, you know, that seven, now it's a seven game point streak with six wins in there. Um, they needed that to, to get in tonight and, you know, we'll see. Absolutely. They needed every single point. That's the only reason that they were able to clinch tonight. Uh, so moving to the AHL real quick, because there have been some important things there. Uh, the checkers have clinched a playoff spot. And Mackie Samuskevich has signed an ATL with the Checkers, so we should be able to see him in the AHL playoffs. They could be anywhere from the three to the six seed in the Atlantic. They've got like a an old NFL style playoff system. Top two seeds in this division get a bye, three through six play each other, and then you know you go one through four or you know one through whatever. So. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see Mackie Samuskevich in the AHL playing pro hockey, 20 goal season in the NCAA. Uh, I'm just wondering what's going on with Mike Benning. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Listen, I haven't been able to talk to anybody about Mike Benning. Um, I, I know I, I promised you guys that. Um, I've just, you know, it, it just hasn't come up. And then I, you know, I was waiting for Samuskevich to, to end his season with Michigan and, Listen, I'm sure Mackey wanted to sign a three-year ELC with Florida. Um, but I, yeah, you guys might know this better than I do because I never really have dealt with this kind of stuff before. If he would have signed a three, an ELC with the Panthers, he would not be eligible to play for the Checkers in the playoffs, right? The only way for him to play for the Checkers was to, to get the, the amateur tryout, correct? I think you may be right. Simply because so, he missed that deadline at the trade deadline where you need to be papered down. Yeah, yeah. So that could that could be a reason why 
Panthers are like, hey, man, you want to play? This is, you, you know, you're not going to play here. So, and, and I don't know what's going on with Benning, but Benning, again, like we said a couple weeks ago, he hasn't declared anything. So that's good news for Florida. Um, for all we know, something's already been worked out. They've got a handshake deal. He's just chilling, working out, doing whatever. Um, and it just can't be done yet. We'll just have to wait and see on that. But but Mackey signing um, and forgoing his final seasons at uh, the University of Michigan, that's good for Florida. It's good for him and it's good for the checkers um, because this is going to be some good experience. He might get five, six, seven games. Um, you know, who knows how long that goes. They also got, uh, what's his name, Ryan McAllister. Yep. Um, that they signed uh, to, a, to an ATO as well. Um, or no, I think he, what did he get? Three-year ELC. He yeah. got a three-year ELC. He, he got the three. He got the ELC, but it doesn't kick in until next year. So he's also on an ATO. So that is how that works. Because they, why not just give him the right? So um, he also had to sign the amateur tryout um, to play this year. Um, and maybe Benning doesn't want to do that. I don't know if that's insurance or so. I, I don't know, but I, I, I'm just guessing. I don't know. We're getting into inside baseball here too. So, or maybe he's just nicked up, or just simply just mm-hmm. is done with the season. And wants to take the spring off and come back ready for training camp. Who knows? Either way, that's – yes, it's important, but people want to hear about the Panthers right now and what's going on. In the yeah, playoffs. yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Good for the checkers, good for Sam Savage, good for uh, McAllister. And, uh, hey, did you hear that the Florida Panthers have clinched a playoff spot? It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, two years ago, literally two weeks ago to the day, we buried this team. We buried the season. And now they're in the playoffs. It's it's amazing what can happen in two weeks. and an extremely hot goalie. Um, So there's really three options of who they could play. It's New Jersey, Carolina, or Boston. Who do you think is the team the Panthers want to see in that first round? New Jersey. Well, that's, yeah. The team I want to see is Carolina because of their injuries, but I think they want to see New Jersey because they're not playoff tested. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a uh, the media would love to have New Jersey. The obvious, the obvious storyline, Andrew Burnett, and, um, everything like that. It's only poetic justice, right? It, it has to happen. 2012, the Florida Panthers are in the playoffs, and it's Pete DeBoer on the other side. And, yeah, um, you know, I mean, this also puts you in with Gerard Gallant. If you, you know, if you're the if you're wild card one, you're in New York, the New York Rangers bracket with the Metropolitan Division. Um, I, I think it'd be I think it'd be great if you if you kick off with New Jersey and yeah I, I agree um, with the injuries and everything and, and and what's going on in Carolina but uh, Rod Brindamore he can get his team ready to go and Carolina is you know is, is pretty darn good I you don't want to pick and choose here um, you, you play who you play um, but you and that's why I think the Panthers are going to try and win. Um, unless they know, unless it's clinched, unless the Islanders lose five one tomorrow Wednesday to Montreal, and they've already clinched wild. If they have not clinched wild card one, I think the Panthers are going to go for wild card one. I mean, competitively, it makes the most sense. You get literally out of the way of the three best teams in the conference because, despite Tamp- Tampa's point total, I'm sorry, that team is one of the best teams in the conference. Until we'll someone we'll believe the that Vassy can't carry them and cover up every single one of their flaws when we see it yeah yeah when i when i see it i'll believe it and even then i won't i'll blame (laughs) it on somebody else one thing is for sure if it's uh panthers carolina or panthers devils we are doomed to four to seven games of 
NHL Network and the absolute worst time slots because there is no way one of those game that, that mat either of those matchups gets a national broadcast unless it's Game Seven and everything else is done <laughs> and everything else is over. ESPN yeah. two, no, lock it in every game, every game. Well, right. plus TBS has some of the games, right? So you're going to – well, all the games – well, the first round you've got – yeah, you're right, because all the games are national and local. Um, yeah, so what's – what we got? We got TNT, TBS, and True. I think so games we'll have, one and two are definitely going to be on ESPN and ESPN2. Okay, and then it goes to TBS – or TV, maybe TBS has the Western cover. I don't know. I, 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 anyway. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that it switches up for three and four. Like, that's kind of a funky arrangement, but I'm pretty sure that's okay. what it is. So, true TV, here we come. <laughs> yep. Uh, flashback to when the, uh, the FAU player said shit on true TV, and the reporter said, that's fine, this is true TV. <laughs> One of the best TV moments of all time. George, uh, what are you working on right now for FloridaHockeyNow.com? Oh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, we have a bunch of stories out this week. Uh, you know, we just we have our clinch story that's up already. Um, go check that out. Uh, talked to Aaron Eckblad yesterday about Brooks uh, Kepka and all that. Uh, that was a funny little little story with with uh, Aaron Eckblad, and uh, I could not believe that he he was actually rooting for Brooks Kepka. But that's another story. <laughs> I was like, come on, Aaron. Come on. It's me. Yeah. It's me. Tell me the truth, bro. And he's like, no, no, no. I put money on it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, I, okay. I can see that. Um, uh, we Is got he allowed to do out. that? See, that's, I don't see. I, I said friendly wager, but he kept saying bet and winning money. And uh, like, I mean, shut up, Aaron. Well, who is he betting with? Brandon Montour? I don't know. I mean, he could have been betting with Ryan Lomberg. You know, that, that's fine. He Couple was betting on Vegas. They, they all do that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Shout out to Viget. All right, yeah, guys. So, and and then we've got a Brandon Montour story uh, that's publishing on Wednesday. What a season, right, for Brandon Montour? Just unbelievable the numbers yeah. this guy's putting up. I don't think anybody, anybody in the world Ooh. saw this when the Panthers got him at the trade deadline back in 2021. Um, we definitely didn't. <laughs> no, right. I mean, he was yeah, he was a nice addition, but you, you're just like okay. And then you, let's not forget, he tried to you know tried to leave the team as a free agent and came back and got good good for them. It's worked out well for both because he's going to get a nice payday at, uh, after next season. Wait, yeah. tell that story, George, because I don't think that's been told yet. I, everything we've heard was just he just resigned with the Panthers. I didn't realize he a day before won. free agency. He hit he hit the market. He hit the market, but got he it. came back. He, he signed a three-year deal with the Panthers a day before free agency started, or or the day of free. Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was it was it was the the COVID Close. year. Yeah. So we were like in we were in October. You know, it, it was one of those weird deals. Yeah. But yeah, it was like okay, well the pan. You know, uh, Brandon Montour is not coming back. Or he would have already signed, and then he signed. So okay. he tested he tested the market and said Florida's Florida's the best deal. I'll stay, and it's worked out for both guys because he did get a fair deal. I thought he got a fair deal, very fair um, with Florida. It was it was a good deal on both ends, and uh, he's getting the opportunity that he probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. And and here it is. I mean, he's going to be a highly sought after free agent, or he's getting a big extension here. One of the two. Either way, winner winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, him and Gustav Forsling, the Panthers are going to have some tough decisions there because there's no way to keep them both. Can't keep there's them both. There's going to be a right. lot. There's going to be a lot of tough decisions. 
Uh, real quick, before we go, I want to give a shout out to the Andreas Anthonisiu podcast sponsor, Ethos Greek Bistro. Rate us five stars on Seamless. That's going to do it for this edition of the AA Fan Podcast, formerly known as Panther Paris. Thank you, George. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Chicago. Holy shit. Yeah. We'll see Let's you guys in the playoffs. Fish, boys. Cops win. <laughs>